welcome guys to Wrestling Ruined. I am your host, the extravagant, the incomparable Eddie Shepard along with... Terrific Travis Laster. I'm going uh, pretty low-key this week by Terrific Terry Taylor. This was take three, by the way. <laughs> Here's take one from me. I'm the free will burning head turning ass kicking my cheese mo dripping master podcast and mouthpiece of the Southeast uncontested heavyweight of the airwaves and your world heavyweight champion of podcasting, the holder of the 10 pounds of pod until someone figures out a legitimate reason to be able to contend for this. Oh, that's keep a hold Don't worry. On Don't worry. Me and, me and Eddie have a plan for it's that. It's Brandon A. Lane. He didn't finish it, but that's cool, too. <laughs> Hey, the only, thing you, the only Brendan, thing you need to Brendan, know is that I got the gold. Brendan A. Lane. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. That's his real are Canadian you, are name. Are you near Saskatoon? <laughs> new. <laughs> oh, you say new like, like a Canadian. I got it. We got it now. Guys, we're bringing you episode eight today. Uh, of course, we're going to be bringing you Monday Night Raw. Peacock, guys. I don't know how we're going to follow up Jumbo's titties. I'm just going to get that out of the way right That's now. That's true. Jumbo, Jumbo's, Jumbo Beretta's titties. Hashtag Jumbo's titties. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> this this episode is definitely not as enjoyable uh, overall. It is. I, I know we keep saying this, but this one definitely might be contender for the worst. <laughs> could you raw? Could you it, have imagined the immovable object Jumbo Beretta in his titties <laughs> versus the unstoppable force in Man Mountain Rock? God, that was a missed opportunity. Just saying. But as you were uh, staying, Eddie, we've got Peacock back, and uh, we invite all of you out there to to take a trek with us down uh, to, you know, 1995, February 6th, is that? February 6th. <laughs> trek down to shit town. Yeah, the, I, you're not, you're not <laughs> exaggerating. Yeah, we were, we were talking before we started recording, guys, about how the interface of Peacock blows. I'm, I'm extremely grateful that they're putting the content up, but... Damn it, man. Like, I was telling Brandon, when we, you know, we were just looking up, you know, WCW pay-per-views, and they have it listed under WCW events. So, I was like, you know, we started talking about Sid, and we started talking about uh, the Steiner Brothers, Nasty Boys. So, I was like, no, I really want to watch that match from Halloween Havoc. So, I started scrolling through. I'm like, how the hell are you going to have every pay-per-view uh, of WCW except for Halloween Havoc? And then I go in and actually search Halloween Havoc. And there it was. So there's no consistency of how they're putting their stuff on Peacock. So a lot of this stuff may already be on there. We just don't, they don't have it listed I'm correctly. A, I'm really upset that I'm useless again and we don't have to use my hard drives. Well, at least you don't have to worry about Jeremy McDivitt uh, fucking you and then you getting fucked in prison. I mean, I, I don't true. I don't know Jerry McDivitt's personal preferences, so maybe he might still fuck you, just not in a litigative <laughs> I, form. I'm going to pass on that. Well, He's got money, dude. <laughs> saying. I mean, I don't do that for money. Breaking news. I don't, I don't, I don't Jerry McDivitt, balls in your court. I don't, I don't love Literally. you, Jerry. I don't love you anymore, Travis's Jerry. balls are in your court. So I, something kind of happened, guys, uh, since we last recorded. I know we were talking about it, about uh, Mongo McMichael, guys. And it's it's kind of a bummer. I know people like to rag on Mongo. Uh, Mongo was put into a position. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Travis is raising his hand like everybody can see him. He, he was put into a position. Uh, I mean, he was kind of a no-win situation. He clearly wasn't trained enough when he was put into that position. I don't think he was trained really at all. No. Um, however, name value. Rick, Rick Flair saw Rick Flair saw something in him, and and, and there's that. I, I'm going to defend Mongo in a, in a slight bit. His matches are like unwatchable garbage, and there's no argument there. 
but he was charismatic. Yeah. And you put him on the microphone and like he didn't it was sort of like a more well-refined ultimate warrior. Yeah, and, and, and that, like, he was just entirely charisma-driven, and I would say that Mongo is slightly better wrestler than and, the Ultimate showed the world his <laughs> wife, so that worked out, too. That's true. At the time, they aren't married anymore. Uh, well... She's a money-grubbing whore. Allegedly. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> she's yeah. left for Jeff Jarrett in the briefcase, damn it. I, I, believe, it was, I believe it's ALS, correct? It's yeah. the Lou Gehrig's disease that he has right now. And um, if you guys get a chance, I know we have quite a few subscribers. If you get a chance, go uh, donate to his podcast, or his podcast, sorry, his, GoFundMe. Uh, his GoFundMe, and uh, help him out. I mean, I, you, you like I said, we a lot of people kind of make a big fuss about Mongo being in the Horseman, but he's still a part of our past and still a part of our wrestling history. He's, well, more than importantly, than that he's a human being absolutely and uh he you know he being in that position of having als it it's very uh it's a dehumanizing situation where you lose function of your body and you become it your your body becomes basically a prison and uh mongo just being you know an athlete that's got to be double hard yeah and public figure that yeah and uh yeah, I feel I feel really bad for him. Well, and I mean, we're we're assholes here. Don't get it wrong. We make fun of a lot of people, but we are we do have a heart. So I well, mean, like you know, here's our thing: is is we make fun of Mongo McMichael the the character. Yeah. I don't want to make fun of the man, uh, and, especially someone going through such a terrible time. I mean, he's part of the eighty five <laughs> Bears for that reason alone. Well, you should have your uh, admiration. And he's about to come up in our uh, trek into WrestleMania eleven anyway. Yes, because he's, he's gonna, in LT's corner. He's in LT's corner. He's gonna do guest commentary on Raw events on the lead up so I mean at least he doesn't have the stupid dog with him in this lead up just saying I, I hated Pepe in WCW that was dumb every time Bobby Heenan made fun of that dog I laughed I'm sorry but yeah guys, I mean, bottom line though is if, if you have uh, the extra to, to help someone out you know, dollar, means, yeah, I mean, help the man out um, but so you know best wishes to, to Mongo and hopefully uh, you know he has a I mean, it's hard even to say like, an easy go. I mean, what do you even say? Like, I mean, I mean just I hope as as comfortable of a transition into this as, <clears throat> as possible. Yeah. But on on a more uh, happier note, guys, uh, we're we're excited to actually be able to to, to stream this. What we were saying with Peacock being on now. Um, before we kind of get rolling and everything like that, uh, we're going to take a quick break and let our sponsors hit, and we'll be right back with you. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. We wrestle the Giants. We wrestle the Legends. But Hulk Hogan has yet to wrestle the one man who could end it all. We're going to have a war. <laughs> World Championship Wrestling presents Super Brawl 5, Sunday, February 19th. CW action slams into your home live on pay-per-view.
from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast and crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. God! Damn! Those sponsors, guys. I really like how you stroked your pen during that commercial break <laughs> I there. I fucking did, buddy. Stroking it so good. He <laughs> lasted longer than I could have. I, I, I was blue-balled the entire time. I was on the cusp. Cusp! <laughs> yeah, really excited with some of those sponsors, guys. I know with uh, us at NGW, we just announced our first match for the Party Bowl with uh, Davey Richards versus Matt Cross, and it's getting a lot of uh, buzz. I'll be honest with you, a lot of people keep mentioning the few that they had in Ring of Honor, and I didn't even know that happened. Happened, I didn't either. Happened in 2007. Yeah, big shout out to, uh, to just to Matt Cross in general, uh, tearing it up on uh, NWA Power uh, just about every week. I'm yeah. glad to see him there. Uh, if I were in charge, I'd give him uh, give him a push. I think he'd be a good television champion. Uh, Matt Cross, guys, is probably the nicest guy you will ever meet. Um, he is also the funniest guy you'll ever meet because he started sharing stories about. Um, I guess we say lady friends, and <laughs> he shares these stories. Don't get, don't get him fucking. No, 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 no. Nothing, nothing like that. It's just like funny, like weird scenarios he was put into. Uh, great guy, guys, and I'm really excited to get Davy Richards on the show. And um, tickets are selling great, and tickets are on sale now. And so. if you guys are keeping track, we just heard Brandon fillet the NWA for this time on the uh, podcast. So that's uh, once every episode so far. I'll do it as much <laughs> as necessary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So. uh but be sure if you, if you guys are in the Knoxville area, you know, uh, nextgentn.com slash tickets, get your tickets, guys. And uh, that's me shilling my, my shit. So, Travis, <laughs> tell people where they can buy your stupid shit on eBay. <laughs> All right, just look up TGL The Man 12, guys. I'm still putting stuff up. Uh, put up a, like 100 wrestling Blu-rays and immediately <laughs> sold like 50 of them. So we are working hard to get this shit out of my collection, which is not really shit, but, you know, I need some money. Oh, come on. No, well, no, shit. no, no, I, no. I literally come on. had... Come on now. I literally had every WWE <laughs> DVD release. And, like, I don't have room for it. Travis goes, he goes, yeah, man, I'm selling all this shit. Oh, yeah, by the way. Like, he spent the night at my house last night. He wake, I wake up and he goes, oh, yeah, by the way. He's like, I just bought every single WWF magazine from 1995. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just how much did that cost? That is for the podcast. That is, and I can turn around and sell those. In too, what? So guys, in what way? Dude, Vince Russo says Jeff Jarrett takes Vegas, and there's pictures of it in the magazine. Okay, if you're using, if you're using this for legitimate research, I, I will I will allow it. There, if you're if you're buying this as a gag, it's funny <laughs> for like two seconds, and then it becomes really sad. <laughs> well, it's a. 50, Guess 50. what? The February 1995 issue is. I mean, it's 
catching up from November of 94. No, but rather, rather than guessing that, I would like for you to guess how much I care. <laughs> Nothing, but it's Diesel on the cover, which is your favorite wrestler of 95. But get Diesel get fucked. He's slightly better than Diesel, Mabel. Diesel power. And then like every month, they started in January 95, because we were looking through the magazines, they have a match from Raw that did not make the episode. It was kind of cool. And it was kind of cool on that. I mean, but it's not necessarily from that month. I think this this match was fucking SummerSlam Summer 95. Four is Diesel Diesel versus Sione, which was great to be covered in the magazine. I'm assuming it's just dark matches. It's just dark matches, and like, oh, this this match happened, but it was never heard. I feel like Vince Russo writes the whole magazine though, because like he's like sucking Jeff Jarrett's dick the entire time. Like, I mean, I, I would say Jeff Jarrett's dick in '95 because he's the best wrestler on the program. Yes, you at this would. Point. But guess what? He's not on this episode. So that's two weeks in a row. Which right, well, sucks I, think, I think without further ado, I say we get into it. Yeah, guys. So the easiest way to do this, I know there's multiple ways on Peacock. You can go through and just search uh, Raw and pull it up that way. Or you can go to the WWE tab, find Raw, go to 1995. More episodes or whatever. Yeah. It's like season, season three. three. I hate that bullshit. But it, you can, can definitely tell somebody at Peacock three, doesn't know what the fuck wrestling is. Six. Yeah. I think they should hire us to rename everything. Thing would be great. And I'm going to drink this moonshine and get through this fucking episode. So let's go. But yeah, guys, so start out, start out you know, right on the, right before the, the show starts and we're going to roll guys. Three, two, one, play. Cool thing about this is we do not have an ad if we have, if you have the premium edition. So, oh man, oh, God, highlights from last week. Fucking two man Royal Rumble here. Vince says the, that the mini Royal Rumble was tremendous. A lot of beef. A lot of beef here. As as educated as Vince is, he has a super limited vocabulary when it comes to wrestling terms. Every match, he says, "What a maneuver!" And then it's like one, two, three. Oh no! Oh, he's got got him! He's He's got got him! Oh no! No! no. And And the match continues. He comes like seven times a match. So, guys, this is the Monday Night Raw uh, from February 6, 1995. This is the final week of the three weeks of tapings they did at the Manatee Civic Center in Palmetto, Florida. Thank God, we get a new arena next week. Oh, do we? Fucking Tammy Faggots out of the fucking <laughs> audience giving me a boner. Why is Damian Tomento still in the fucking open of this Raw? Because they don't this, care. This is, the, this is a different open it, in the Raw. It'll, by the way, it'll give you the option to not? skip intro. Do not skip the intro if you want this to line up with us. I feel like that's a different intro than that. Well, it's like some of the pictures they use on Peacock don't match up to what the episodes are at all. Oh, for the longest time, it was just Becky Lynch. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, this is a good indicator of uh, where I well, am. It's like we looked up WCW Saturday Night, and from '93 is the only thing they have on there, oh. and they have a picture of Macho Man and Sting in '93, and Macho Man doesn't show up to '94. <laughs> Get it together, Peacock. God at, least at least he spelled his name right this week. Th- this green screen is fucking terrible. Sean is like dick dancing all around. It's like man, Vince, I, love, I love this picture of Razor Ramon. '92. Yeah, I like the fact that Vince's face doesn't match his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it. it mean, that's I why. That's why oh. Vince doesn't allow gum. Yeah, Sean popped his bubble and it popped on his damn sun, on his uh, sunglasses. Sean's wearing the sunglasses because he has a black eye, and I'm not sure how he got that. Probably got punched in a bar. Uh, that seems to be his mo. <laughs> uh, probably from Action Zone because he's got a target on his back. I will say I watched Superstars from 94 and Vince and Johnny Polo do a walkthrough of New oh, York. Oh, God, that's a seizure. Fuck you, Mabel. I, I got to interject really quickly on this. Um, you can hear 
I'm assuming it's Oscar. I don't know their fucking names. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't care <laughs> enough. To, the ra- is the manager. He's, yes. the, he's the the rapper, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, Oscar comes out singing. Whoop! There it is. He's mm. got the crowd chanting it. Whoop! And that was a big hit a couple years earlier, like in mm. like '93. Yeah, they changed by, it up. Yeah. By the group tag team. So here's my question, again, you guys: baby. How the fuck did tag team? In 1993, or even in 1995, not have any appearances on fucking wrestling, like yeah, whatsoever. At least a mania appearance. Because Vince McMahon's still listening to Nat King Cole in the fucking 50s. No, he's a big ACDC fan, so yeah, there's that. Don't hold that against uh, that's that. Don't hold that against ACDC. Yeah. Yeah, hold that against Vince. I like this flag here. Here, look at Dork. Well, while Luger was coming out, you know, they were talking about Mabel. Vince mentions that it's Black History Month and says mm-hmm. Mabel is looking to make some history here tonight. And what kind of match? Not a good one. <laughs> what, um, because speaking, he wasted fucking much in the ring? Uh, speaking of history, do you know what other major uh, pop culture event happened on this same day? Let us know, Brandon. Well, uh, legendary Major League Baseball outfielder Daryl Strawberry was suspended for baseball for 60 days cocaine. because he t- tested positive for cocaine. cocaine. I remember that. <laughs> I bet oh. Tatanka's buying a lot of cocaine with his million-dollar corporation. Question, though. is IRS sweating? <laughs> and the answer yes. is yes. Look at that arm. We got, I'm telling you, we've got to start this Twitter. <laughs> it is IRS sweaty, and it's how just the, yes or no every day, and fuck, it's always yes. How the fuck does Mabel and King Kong Bundy have multiple matches on the table? Like, you know their fucking cardio is not well, a Well, when you see, when they kind of get a close-up on Bundy's face, dude looks tired. Dude looks fucking wore out. Tatanka looks like a million bucks right there. Look at his he, face. <laughs> <laughs> he looks fucking His exhausted. ears, like, go into his neck fat. It's fun. He's a big boy. So, so uh, something that you'll notice here, they set up in the wrong corners here. So, they're all set up over here, and all of a sudden they realize, no, you dumbasses, you're in the wrong corners. And watch, they, they all shift yeah. towards the other corner. I can already see the sweat coming through IRS's shirt. See? Three. I will tell you the highlight of this match right now. It's fucking Mo. The drop kick he puts on people is fucking high for a chubby guy. Dude, he is fucking terrible in this match. Who? Mo? Mo, yeah. Mo, but this whole match fucking blows. He gets a nice drop kick. This match is 12 fucking minutes long. Well. That's 12 goddamn minutes. 12 minutes for us to make fun. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Uh, when I watch this originally to put in you know do my notes and stuff I took a shit during this match <laughs> after like the five minute mark I'm like fuck it this match isn't over by the time I oh, shit I, I know enough about it <laughs> to, to, to equate it what I just did I started taking notes and I just stopped during this match I was like there's nothing that's worth talking about except the fact that these guys shouldn't be working again. now on paper this should be the main event. Yes, but I'm going to I'm going to defend them for not putting this in the main <laughs> I, event. I agree because this is trash. So go back real quick to Luger's entrance. The fl- the whole flag bearer. I have Mark flag bearer. Is that carny slash indie? To me, it seems like something like you would do at an indie show. We're like, we're gonna raffle off a spot. You know, dollar spots, and the winner well, gets to gets to fucking come out here with uh, Luger to you know, wave the flag. It's WWF in '95. They're trying to do anything they can to put asses in seats. So if you get a chance to be Luger's flag bearer, so be it. But then they make Scotty Riggs his fucking flag bearer in like June and like try to turn it into an angle. Like so, that was stupid. What do you think? I don't. Really understand why Luger is the face of America. <laughs> yeah, because you're a Canadian. <laughs> Listen, bitch. Let's talk real here for a moment. I love America, and I, and I love Quotations. a good, a, I love a good patriotic gimmick. Luger 
even as presented as a baby face, just doesn't to me. He's not the all American boy. Not relatable. Well, here's the he's thing. No, he's not relatable no. at all. Why is he continuing the all American gimmick? His feud with Yoko's over. It's done. He's not even tagging with Bulldog here for the well, Allied Powers. The thing is, you know, a year ago, mania. a year a year ago prior to this, they're on the heels of he him going to Mania. That's and the narcissist. No, no, he, he's going against oh, yeah, going against yeah, Yoko, and he's in a prominent space. He's in a, he's a main event. He's a main eventer. I mean, if you think about it, he's not in the main event of WrestleMania, but he's considering on a title match. Uh, spoiler alert: He takes the fall in this match. And it's kind yeah. of weird how... Well, they Vin- cheat to win. Well, Vince hills, Vince has this... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Vince has like... It's like he gives somebody an opportunity. Look at that drop It's a nice drop kick. He, he, he gives people an opportunity and it's like the opportunity doesn't work. And then it's like, well, what do I do with you now? And then he has no fucking clue, which still kind of resonates today where, you know, I feel like every year after Mania, they'll crown a champion and they'll go and feud against Dolph Ziggler. They'll, fe- <laughs> they'll, they'll feud with Randy Orton. <laughs> Always. I love Dolph Ziggler, though. I, I agree. Uh, no wrong. No and, wrong but like there. it's like it's like it's systematic. Like you yeah. know exactly what's going to happen. So I guess you know Luger may have been on the outs because of that. And I really don't know exactly what he had done. But you were talking about Mo's dropkick. This is Mo's raw debut. We haven't had Mo nope. on he's all been, the night. Oh man! And outside the ring, I can't I can't believe they haven't hyped it because we have uh, some more great debuts on on this episode. Look at Jack Dolan, yeah. man. the only referee to be on every Raw so far. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we were talking about this as well. Uh, last week, the last episode we did, the last week's Raw, we did not have Jeff Jarrett. This week, we also don't have Jeff Jarrett. And I feel like, guys, it's it's Raw feels like it's missing something because of that. But I will say they are building to Jarrett versus Diesel. That's true. But but I have a kayfabe reason why he's not there. Why? He's on tour. Oh, hell yeah. So I take that IC title on tour, babe. <laughs> Ain't he great? J.E. <laughs> And he has to, he has to sales went up when he became IC champion. <laughs> he has to, yeah, his sales went up and he's not there. <laughs> I don't care if his hip hits first. That fucking elbow still hurts from a 500 pound man. Well, fuck yeah. So Taco's going back to his relatives in spirit right now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys believe that this fucking feud is still like, going? If he's an American hero, why is he trying to beat up a Native American? They... We're just America's just beating up Native Americans again. God dang racism! You're a racist, like Flugger, oh, and you killed Miss Elizabeth. You piece of shit. I think it was something to do with a pipeline, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Stupid mullet. <laughs> suck. You fucking suck. I bet those boots are from China. You un-American fuck. I don't know how our fan base is in China, but Travis didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm just saying he's not all American. He's not hey, American made. Hey, by the by the way, um, if you are listening from China, we do appreciate it. Um, uh, oh, never mind. Uh, shout out, uh, shout out to uh, my, my good friend oh, Bella from from China. Was she one of the students that came here? She was. She's a. Uh, I. Uh, she actually. We actually uh, got her to watch uh, SummerSlam. I don't remember what year it was. And the whole time, I'm like totally like kayfabe. I'm like, this is just real. <laughs> and, and and she was like, oh no, he's her. And I'm like, yeah, Racist. yeah, that's awesome. Though I don't like how fucking Mo hits the road. Look at this. Oh, oh what is terrible. fucking gunt? <laughs> I have, RS fucking sucks. I have I'm him. Sorry. Oh, and fucking Vince. Vince says that he's a, an immaculate uh, a grappler or something oh, like that. He was when he was like Captain Mike Rotundo. Oh, 
I like how he had to move over to hit it, like get in position. I have in my notes too that Mo is awful. Uh, I have seen better. I have seen better wrestling locally, and that's saying something. Mo's probably local now. I'm just saying. Is it Oscar Mo? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it Oscar local? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it? Oh, well, I, I don't. I don't know. But I will tell you this: when I was like a kid, I say a kid. I mean like. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. Sir Mo was always at local shows. Oh, yeah. Always well, at local shows. because he's probably fucking cheap. Hey, Brandon, I got a quick question for you. Do you think you can call your Canadian cousins and get me a uh, copy of the <laughs> April 1995 magazine with Shawn Michaels and Pamela Anderson on it? I got the LT version because it's in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just or no. I need the Canadian cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fucked up fucked up things <laughs> is I actually do have a cousin her name is Brandy Lane I fucking I'm, I kid you not and she and she does live in Canada I need the Shawn Michaels she was born in America I need the Shawn Michaels See, Pamela Anderson so how does that work she was born here and lives there now and you were born there and live here now get fucked both of you get fucked <laughs> I need that cover, guys. If somebody wants to sell it to me, I need the Pamela Anderson Shawn Michaels cover because no one in Canada knows who the fuck LT is. Highball him because he's got the money. (laughs) (laughs) He does. Had to pay rent today. Oh, what a pittance. (laughs) (laughs) And this match is still going on. So, (laughs) as the match keeps going, Vince and Shawn both agree that both of these teams are not good. They clearly say that over commentary. (laughs) I laugh so hard. You think Bundy took a shower between matches or no? No. God, he's sweating. I bet he has trouble wiping his ass. Especially now that he's dead. Imagine the (laughs) bunchies. Ah, man. Too far? No. Not far No. Um, we got a murderer in there and two people that are deceased. Do you because th- Mabel's deceased? Do you think, too. Oh, fuck, I can't believe I'm saying this. We're getting fun canceled. Uh, <laughs> do you do you think now that he's dead that his hair has grown back or is it fallen out? I so think, he has no eyebrows. I think his eyebrows are gone because that's the best version of Bundy. Oh my and God. God! Only takes the best versions of people. <laughs> He's got, got spiritual in him. Oh, I was talking about his corpse. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I certainly hope King Kong Bundy is in heaven. <laughs> Look at that. God, this, uh, this match is so I hope he's fun. waiting in the cage for Hogan for WrestleMania 2. Don't worry. We're, we're going to go to that here in a little bit. I got some fun facts for you, buddy. Oh, my God. This Don't stretch my gear, motherfucker. This match I is, might need that in two months if they put me on Raw again. <laughs> and then make me fucking King Mabel's manager. I, I hate the fact that like you have... Look at this guy in the orange shirt. He could not be disinterested more than anything. He's like, this match blows. This, I mean, I know we kind of have matches where we have a jobber versus, you know, like enhancement talent versus a star. We, we rarely have had matches where it's like star versus star. This is by far the worst star versus star match on this show. I have a quick question for you. Have you ever seen a tremendous six-man tag match? Besides the shield stuff, I was stuff just about to say that what immediately sticks out to me is the. But the shield never fought another good six well, man team. Well, like like the shield versus the Wyatt family and the Wyatt family. Evolution. And then also, I would even say because was their first pay per view really there is that TLC match they had with Ryback and Team Hell No. That match was fucking awesome. Yeah, 
Well, like this era, six man oh, tag teams. No. no, I mean, dude, their tag division sucks. Maybe, Why would you add another person? Maybe, <laughs> I mean, NWA, WCW even had six man tag titles that were rarely ever fucking defended. Like I remember, like the last champions were like what Dusty Rhodes and the Warriors, Road Warriors or Look, something. I believe you're correct. Yeah. They just move so slow. Oh, higher, higher. Or wrestling. was it the Freebirds? It might have been the Freebirds. I can't remember, but I remember they created six man tag titles. I remember watching those epi- like stuff back when I was growing up and in my twenties too. And I'm like, I never see these belts to fucking defended. Like, where the fuck are these titles at? Well, it was that's always. And then Tony Schiavone apparently has a six man tag title in this fucking. No, according to him, in his attic. No, uh, revelation <laughs> is that it's it's it, like some arena. It's in like their fucking display cabinet. Uh, Conrad needs to go steal that shit. Well, Tony keeps telling him he needs to go steal it, and uh, and I guess Conrad going right. to go to prison. This could possibly be a fucking. Match, but no, no, no. no. Watch this. They, they fuck up this oh double. My God. So, the timing is so fucking bad. Cut away, Kevin um, Dunn. Cut away. I want to I wanna put something out into the ether. Um, I don't think I've ever seen this. Is there a wrestling game to this day where you can do a double noggin knocker? I don't think <clears> so. I know they have tag team moves and stuff in SmackDown versus Raw, but it's never the noggin knocker. I I don't, they don't. the fucking battering ram from the Bushwhackers, which I, I want, is stupid. I, I, DDT, uh, a shitty DDT. So here's because the, of Luger, by the way. Here's the finish. Yeah, because he's a piece of shit. So I, want, Miss Elizabeth. I want you. This is what Vince says. Vince misses the DDT. Sean says, "You mean to tell me you missed the most exciting part of this boring match?" <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Even Shawn Michaels shit on this match, and rightfully so. This match was so fucking bad. He's got the urn, guys. He's got the urn. But Ted DiBiase in his J.C. Penny striped shirt looks like a fucking umpire. I'm going to say something here. I'm going to say something here too. I think I prefer Downtown Bruno and uh, Howard Finkel more than this match. Yeah, at least that I, was kind of like entertaining. It wasn't, but it's better than this. I. I'm it going, was shorter than I'm this. I'm going to. I'm going to disagree simply on the premise because that was, that, was, that was the main event. Um, but as far as like quick and entertaining, fine, I will agree with and you. And well done was there. Get fucked. So guys, <laughs> well weekend done. music, this is when we're going to get our first taste of Man Mountain oh, Rock. yeah, he gives us a fucking great interview. But, so what they're going to do here is they're going to talk about, uh, I believe it's uh, Kupo is uh, kind of like LT's uh, manager, lawyer, talking about how he, he's not going to accept he, he's not going to accept the match yet uh, for WrestleMania, which of course he does later on. And they're doing but, a word association with Man Mountain yeah, Rock. So, what do you have with Man Mountain Rock? Let's go ahead and roll over and with Well, before, before we get to Man Mountain Rock, I want to pile in with what you're talking about with this promo that's going to be coming up because I want to get this in really quick. I have to think that on paper, this looked like, okay, this will make LT look like the, uh, the more sensible, like, okay, I'm not a wrestler. I don't want to be involved with this. But the legal threats... Kind of make him look like a bitch. Makes him look like and, a bitch. And it's like, it's like, okay, uh, you can make fun of Bam Bam at a live event, but he can't make fun of you. Like, that's kind of hypocritical. Oh, let me grab this and pen and look like dude, I'm doing something. This guy's mullet is fucking great. And that's because uh, it's receding. He's got a receding mullet. Yeah, and he's got a mustache. It's the, it's the double trouble combo of, uh, he's like, he, he's what IRS is in my heart. IRS is a piece of shit. And he's sweaty all the time. So what you told me you had some uh, some stuff on Man Mountain Rock, Brandon. Well, I don't really have anything on Man Mountain Rock. However, I do think that we should reflect <laughs> on the 
laundry list of gimmicks that are, you know, both successful and non-successful music related. And Good God. Mountain Mountain Rock. Uh, right at the top. Um, I, his counterpart, in as far as my my mind, would be Van Hammer from WCW. What about PN News? <laughs> PN News is on my list, and uh, he would be the equivalent of Oscar. Of Oscar from <laughs> you PN have an News. autographed picture of PN News, by the I, way. I do, unfortunely. <laughs> You're welcome. Merry thought- Christmas, bitch. <laughs> That's what we do here in America. We have Christmas. We don't have Boxing Day. <laughs> we have uh, Honky Tonk Man, and then we have the uh, the modern day or the more modern day version of that being uh, Double J Jeff Jarrett, and you know they're both rock- successful. Both successful. Uh, Rockabilly, an offshoot <laughs> of that. Um, rapper John Cena. Very, very successful. Entertaining. Probably with, the most successful rapper gimmick, I'd uh, say. With, without him doing that, he was close to getting, you know, cut. Fired. So yeah. uh, then he became, you know, the, the titan of that generation. I will. Three count? Ooh. Worked for the time, <laughs> though. Three count. I think I it worked for the three time. Count. I love what Take Abbott was with three count. You you would and one cabbage patch three. <laughs> Give it time because I'm sure we'll cover that eventually. Here's, I will say the MVP of this episode is Mountain Mountain Rock. He gets a I'm I'm going to disagree. He with gets you. a vignette. He gets a concert and he gets a match. Now, so out of the people you just mentioned, to you, what do you think is the worst music gimmick? Okay, well I've got a couple more. Elias. Uh, he he had such potential that killed it. Yeah, I agree. The Maestro, no, from fuck WCW, you. Uh, pop singer Jillian Hall, no, and the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. <laughs> Dude, his finisher was badass though. Um, Prince Ikea was a decent worker, and if that gimmick had come a, a few years earlier, it may have actually gone. Dude, it was a fucking DDT like off the second yeah. row. It was fucking awesome. Like he'd jump onto it. Do you count uh, the oddities since they had ICP? No. Oh, ICP, I guess, would be, um, and that would be my pick for the worst because fuck Juggalos. <laughs> of course, my worst is Van Hammer because Van Hammer is shit. Uh, my, my, my best. It, it, Dude, he hired him twice. He, he had, he worked for them so long and he had a, a slight up upping in the, in the quality because of, you know, being in the flock with Raven. Look, but, it's Tyler Black in 95. <laughs> I will. Okay, one one quick question here: Do, Would you have taken Man Mountain Rock more seriously if he wasn't wearing fucking tie? Yes. Um, I don't know why As they a made menace. him. I don't know why they made him a fucking baby face. I don't either. He could he could have wear he could have wore he could have wore Max Payne gear. Well, let, let's let me let me get into this really quick because uh, I was telling this match is only like two and a half minutes long. Thank God. But this, <laughs> but I, so I was like, you know what? I want to do, I wanna do a little bit of research on. on Man Mountain Rock, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking interesting. He looks like an acid so, trip come to life. So I'm gonna do a really, really, really quick career retrospective for Man Mountain Rock in this two two and a half minutes. Take long. He was an All American uh, in amateur wrestling at from Iowa State, which is pretty fucking cool. Whoa. Shawn Michaels even mentions yeah, he that mentions on it. Com- commentary. He worked for the WWF in 1986 uh, as he helped to put the steel cage together for the WrestleMania 2 main event, which I thought was fucking interesting. He made his official debut in June of 87 and would travel to Japan to work for New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he trained in the New Japan Dojo alongside Chris Benoit 
for five months. You mean Stevie Richards? <laughs> yes. Uh, in '88, he developed the character of Max Payne, short for Maximum Payne. A sinister. A sin- what, what? That's short for Maximum Payne? Hell yeah! He spelled it with two X's. <laughs> a sinister, grungy Jimi Hendrix-loving heavy metal guitarist. Uh, he opened his own per- uh, promotion, featuring wrestlers such as Su- uh, Louis Spicoli. Rad uh, Radford, bitch. Exactly. That kind of ties in as well. He also made an appearance as a jobber in February of 89 on uh, Primetime, losing to Bret Hart. Uh, soon after, he received a phone call from Chris Benoit, who invited Stevie, Stevie Richards, of course, who invited him to join an upcoming tour in Germany. He spent six months uh, in the German Catch Wrestling Association as Heavy Metal Buffalo. Hell of a name. Heavy Metal Tatanka. HMB. <laughs> uh, later on, he would form a tag team with Cactus Jack towards the end of 93. Uh, then at the 94 uh, Clash 26, uh, they defeated the Nasty Boys. Uh, they faced the Nasty Boys off one more time in a Chicago street fight at Spring Stampede 94. Yeah. I During his trapeziest hold, by the way. It, is, it is fucking terrible. During his feud with the Nasty Boys, uh, he, bec- uh, he became really unhappy with their stiffness. And, uh, and and they always wanted to control the match. Uh, so during their brawl at Super Brawl uh, 4, Brian Nobbs and Payne did not cooperate on a fall, and Nobbs broke his shoulder as a result. After the match, Eric Bischoff shouted at Max Payne for hurting Nobbs. As a result, he was uh, buried and was fired from WCW soon after. Well, well finishers a fucking front I'm almost, I'm almost done, boys. He debuted, of course, on this episode of Monday Night Raw in February of 95, and his career was met with several issues, including a serious hernia, an addiction to pain pills, downers, and oh. and uh, he was a, he was a pothead. Look at him, obviously. Uh, which led to his release in October. So he was only there for a few months. Uh, but here's the big thing I I noticed too, and knowing that this match is already over. While working for the WWF, he filmed several hours of behind the scenes footage with a video camera, which he often carried. He often claimed that he would release a documentary called The Thing That Should Not Be or The Real Max Payne based on the footage, but never did. The footage reportedly contained scenes showing substance abuse and solicitation. Well, fuck, is he still alive? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's still uh, alive. Like, I want that footage. Get that footage. Why can't we have had Diesel versus Owen on Raw? Why do we have it on fucking the action zone? Exactly. Bullshit. Uh, last thing, guys, in uh, 2003, he filed a $10 million lawsuit against Rockstar Games for Max Payne, which was settled out of court, and he retired in 04. Guys, so... He was probably part of that fucking concussion. I thought he was just an interesting guy. Uh, Cool thing here, I showed Brandon this. Shawn Michaels is out here on the zone. Shawn Michaels' earring says, oh, shit. It does say, oh, shit. It says, oh, shit, on his earring. It legit does. Oh, shit. It might be hard for you. Oh, shit. I didn't notice that. It might be hard for you to see it here. We need to post that on Twitter. Yes. Um, And I need to put it on, uh, we'll put it on our Facebook page as well. See, right here, it says, oh, "Oh, shit. shit. And I was like, oh, man, they didn't even notice that. It's crazy that that fucking slipped in. And then missed it. No one noticed it. Yeah, I know. It's not blurred out anything. Uh, going back real quick, guys, because they're going to start an interview here with Diesel. They're going to start putting them over. Hey, guy, as, as fat guy team. with your G- Diesel side? That doesn't look like Kevin Nash at all, you piece of shit. Get out of here. Uh, going back fat to Fat Dog Hendricks. Cl- clearly, the best the best music gimmick was Honky Tonk Man. I'm going to I'm gonna go by and say Longest that. running intercontinental champion of I all I want to say Jeff Jarrett. Might He's a good Jeff Jarrett, I think, is probably one of the best. Uh, I also want to touch on, too, Charlie Hunter, the guy who wrestled Man Mountain Rock. Uh, the, his only claim to fame was he was Dudley Dudley at ECW. Yeah. So there's that. I like one I of like the many Dudleys. <laughs> yes. Dancing with what, Dudley. What does Vince ask Diesel when they first get in here? He's like, what you been up to? Yeah, he, he talks about how... How's how, the air up there? Some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> 
he he starts talking about how he's grinding really hard and makes a point to say that Di- <laughs> that Diesel didn't didn't realize that what kind of the responsibilities that came with it. He now I want you guys to look at Diesel for a second. So even at ninety like the ninety four Survivor Series, Diesel looks completely different then than he does now. Hair's uh, longer. His he, hair, his hair looks different. I think he just looks completely different. He's starting to look like Kevin Nash. Yes. If that makes well, sense. Vince even calls him Kevin Nash. In yeah, he does. He does. Which is weird to me. But like he even like Damon Vince himself brings up the grueling schedule. He's like, do you think you continue to be champion because of the grueling schedule? He's like, you're not home with your wife. You're yeah. not home with your kids. You're on the road all for, the time. I don't. I don't know why because he never wrestles on Raw. Yeah. Piece of <laughs> for shit. for ninety five, this is a very real interview, and you didn't see a whole lot of this. Uh, Vince is kind of you know. Put, he's putting into the heads too of everybody. You know, they start showing all the things he's been doing. They show uh, they that was it the Rock and Jock thing that he did on he's the TV. The, like he's the, on there uh, NFL Hall of Fame or something too. Yeah, he's also I think he's at the All Star game. game. Like they they are pushing Diesel like crazy. Just not everywhere. Yeah, yeah, just not like but that's but that's the crazy thing too. Going back to we missed Owen versus Diesel on the action zone. That and was it, a great match. This, this goes back to my my point I brought to you guys before. Is Raw the top show? I think it still is because it's prime time. Anytime it's prime time, it's gotta be. But but most of these people they debut on the action zone or superstars before they even debut on Raw. Except for Man Out of Rock, you got yeah, front and center man. So what what do you guys think then? Do you think that Monday Night Raw is their top show? I think superstars is probably still probably their more recognizable show at this point because it's been on for so long. Exactly. From a a branding standpoint, it's probably more synonymous with it. But, God, I mean, fuck, we're in three years of this. Well, I mean, they're trying to get eyes to the action zone. So I can see why they saved Diesel and Owen for that. But still, that would have been a phenomenal Raw main event. You you were going back and watching um, stuff on Superstars. Were you watching from this time period as well? No, they only they don't have all that stuff yet. All I have is ninety three, ninety four, right around WrestleMania ten. Listen, the I can understand like like not wanting to like put on a big match during football season, like especially because the Super Bowl had just, was just over. But they don't have that to worry about now. Like they should be wide open. So maybe they Fair feel shame. like they don't they don't have to. Maybe their ratings are are good enough without them having to throw out like a, a, a championship match uh, on yeah. Raw, which I, I'm a big conveyor. Like you shouldn't have well, your champion wrestling all the time on your, on your show, make them feel special, but he needs to be on the show doing promos. I'll, I'll give him this. At least he had the vignette here. Whereas, I mean, it's, I mean, or the sit down interview, that's better than a vignette or a stupid Slim Jim commercial or whatever, or some, me, me, diesel fucking music video or bullshit. But, like, but the thing is here too, trying so, to humanize them. Yeah, so they're here. making them into even more of a kind of a character, that, and you're making them try to be more likable. Uh, so this is stuff that you're missing when you were doing these fucking Royal Rumble reports because you're spending all this time hyping your paper. Oh man, we don't have a WrestleMania report yet at all. No what? Todd Patton yell this episode. Thank last God. Couple. Thank God. Oh fuck you. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, Todd Bettengill is a huge waste of time. Like, if you throw him in once a month, fine. Whatever. But you say Diesel's a big waste of time. I'm, I'm, I don't like Diesel, but he's your champion. Throw him in those places where you had Todd Pettengill ad nauseum and let him Jesus. get himself over. He loves Jesus, by the way. He's got I agree with you, Brandon. Like, 
There's, he agrees with me. I do. I do. <laughs> I agree with you. It's your fucking champion, and and this is like I said to me. I don't feel like Raw is the like the flagship I think, show. I, I feel just like don't. Superstars is the one they're still kind of pushing as the big one. That's where the tag title tournament was. That's where they have all the. Wrap-ins for Mania and Royal well, Rumble. I mean, th- this is 95, so this is basically, the, they just got into the second year of being on the air with Monday Night Raw. Have we had a complete episode of Raw that was good? But here's, I think we had maybe one. Here's the problem, though. Like, this time slot was primetime wrestling before. So it's not like they haven't been, like... Program to tune in on Mondays. You have a, you make a very good point. So, God, I hate this green screen. This little There's kid a new logo though. That little kid back there was there last week as well. Guess uh, what? That's the Lonesome Dove uh, WWF magazine. Bret Hart on the cover. Is it? Yep. But yeah, but like I just don't. I mean, like they've been positioned to come in at Monday at nine. Well, this thing too, we've not had Bret Hart on this uh, on the last couple episodes either. Yeah, the match with Jared's it. No Owen. No Owen since like the match with Razor. Like it's crazy. Like, you have so much talent, and they're just there's nobody on. They're using they're using their talent so sparingly. It's well, weird. I, mean, I get it because they're trying to like okay, tune in to see the Undertaker this week. Tune in to see Shawn Michaels this week. Moo, Mantar's back, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, no head. There, no head. This match starts off, and you're like, okay, this is actually not yes. that bad. And then within, like, a minute, you're like, okay, fuck, this match is fucking Leroy terrible. Howard. Yeah, I don't have a lot of info. Yeah, I don't have a new, uh, much info on Leroy Howard. However, the only thing I do know is he was trained by the fucking gigolo, Jimmy Delroy. I'm going to tell okay, you. Okay, goddamn right. I'm going to tell one other thing. I cannot find anywhere on the internet who the fuck this ring announcer is. I have looked and looked and looked because whatever website, I think it's like wiki pages or some shit that has all the raw results, keeps saying the ring announcer is Howard Finkel. And it's fucking not. It's some weird dude that no one knows who the fuck it is. Cornette's like, hey man, I know they gave you a shitty gimmick. I'm sorry. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get you over, baby. I won the Masters don't fucking, in this green jacket. Don't We're fucking. Good. Don't fucking. Give me your ass tassels. Yeah. I won the Masters. Oh, oh my God! Like that looked right. That should have been the fucking finish right yeah. there. Bill but Alfonso, the thing is, the back there on Raw. By this the way. is a, this is a longer match. This is kind of like that Hakushi match we did uh, on the last episode. They give oh, this guy shitty. way too. However, much. he he looks he looks better. He looks pretty good in the ring. Like, look at him. He, he, he does. But this is why this is why this needed to be a squash match. Because if you were watching this and you didn't have a clue who Mantar was and you didn't have a clue who this guy was, that made him look like an idiot right there. Well, you come in, you come in one hundred percent clean of this. This looks like a guy that's like going to go over, like because it's like the scrappy underdog story they're telling. I will say I I will compliment Mantar on his strength because that's a big boy that just jumped and he caught his ass. However, they do a variation of this spot probably three yep. times in this match. And they do it again. I think he does a cross, like a running crossbody off the ropes. I'm going to give Mansar credit for having the confidence to have that hairdo. <laughs> and to talk right into his chest to tell him what he's doing right there. Oh, stumbled, stumbled that. Sean says he's half man, half beast. So is he top bottom half? That's <laughs> what he mm. said. Mm, not PC, bro. Oh, my God. Look at him. Hey, look. No announcers at the desk, by the way. You look over there, man. My as I looked up, I saw like the skin between fucking Mantar's like singlet and his mm-hmm. legs. 
I'm hungry now. Oh, look, you get WrestleMania 9 tickets, but it's no longer available. It's 11. It's a, yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I'm, Roman I'm, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I'm got <laughs> dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have legit dyslexia, um, and I can tell it's 11. I hate Roman numerals. <laughs> the, the funniest thing about this, guys, is I, I got my second COVID shot. Uh, on Wednesday, and we're recording on Saturday. And of course, just like last time, I was just—I almost ended up like a Von Eric again, guys. It was a rough—it was a rough go. <laughs> Little Tra- Jack, Travis was <laughs> Travis was over there, and it was bad. I was like, "Don't so go to the lab." I, w- I actually had some time. I was off of work, and uh, on uh, yesterday, yesterday, which would have been Friday, I was off Thursday and uh, Friday. I got to finally watch this episode to prepare for uh, for our notes and stuff. And my wife, of course, Landry, uh, is sitting there watching this with me, and she goes, "Did they really think this was going to work?" <laughs> Even my wife. He was looks like, like he's wearing porch lattice on his Thank back. You, yep. Boom. He's wearing porch lattice on his he back, is. guys. Come on. I just thought it was hilarious that my wife, I mean, she, she's been involved with the wrestling stuff with, since she's been with me. And she even realized, like, did they really think this was going to work? I was, like, I was like, babe, like, it was 1995. Vincent Man was a moron. He's He's got some good ass paint on, though. It's not moving at all. Like, it's not rubbing That's off. the one thing you're going to compliment. The oh, fucker yeah. is mooing in the ring. He has no knee pads. I mean, he's a fucking strong fucker and he's tough. He's built like a fucking potato. Why do you guys think this match was four minutes and 30 seconds long? Because they were trying to showcase Mantar and they did a shit job of it. He's moving. God, he's a shade. He's done that four times now, and he shouldn't have done it any. I'm sorry. He's getting it over. No, he's not. It's not not getting (laughs) over. No no fan is going with him. Cornette's out there, there and he's like, stop the mowing. I bet Tammy Faye's out there, like, diddling herself, like DJ Diddles. Like, oh my God, Mantar. There is an old lady out there rolling, but I think she's rolling at Corny instead of, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she is. Because he's trying to get heat. He's got more heat than Mantar does. Uh, rightfully so. Well, of course he does. Because he's supposed to be his heater, Travis. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh God. That's that was a good stinger, splash. Stinger splash. That was a good splash. And, oh, he fucks up the belly belly there because he tried to go with oh. him too early. And holy shit, thank you, God, this match is fucking over. If you, Boo! The problem is that if you cut this match in half... It's better. It's still bad, but I think it would it would have helped him. Not that this not that this was a, a a an endeavor that was ever going to work. But you can WWF is a, a clear uh, path for bad gimmicks to, to have a long shelf life if they want them to have them. Yes. So, so <sighs> I like how they named the tour in high gear. I think Brandon going Ooh. back to the match. If how many he, people? How many kids do you think were touching that Catholic youth center? <laughs> Hopefully none. <laughs> Hopefully none. Sorry. So going back, he, he does that. He does that spot, that running spot into the corner, and he, he hits him. And I think they could have played it off where he he's trying to make the comeback. He jumps off the top. He catches him, slams him, and then does picks him up belly to belly. Finish. That that could have been enough to get the the the, the whole idea of Mantar. He he's I, oh my god, really awful. The, the, if if he if the match had ended. With the first fucking move, I'd be like, damn it. He looks like a fucking beast. <laughs> Pun intended, yes. Uh, but that's not that's not the case. So my thing is, Razor's coming out here. Razor is taking on Frank Lancaster. And this match is only two minutes and 45 seconds long, but fucking Mantar got four and a half minutes. Because um, those Razor's over. They don't need to put him over anymore. And uh, I, I don't know a lot about Frank Lancaster, but he, he was a journeyman, uh, and he worked a lot of the territories and stuff back in the day. Um, so. I hate that Arabian fucking carpet on his jacket. 
Sorry to Arabia. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is the same gear he wore at the Rumble. Uh, I, I feel like, though, just the presence of Razor Ramon coming out here, it needs, clearly needs more stars. Like, last week, I think, we had Aldo Montoya with fucking Pyro, and that was, like, the biggest star they had on the show. Aldo Montoya. I, do you, I here's tried a, here's to forget a, here's last something. week it was bad, other than them titties. In my head, I just thought, um, do you think <laughs> the reason they put as many stars on Raw is to save on Pyro? No! Guy's got a bald spot. Good job, Jobber. He's not a bad worker. Where's Cy Sterling when you need him? Cy Sterling. First money at 10. That was last year. <laughs> I know. I watched some horrible promos from him earlier. I will say, Sean continues the uh, the uh, trope. Okay, if, if you, you, if you say, wheel. If you wheel. Baby. He's got Arn Anderson boots he, on. He says, he basically says, you know, he puts Razor over. So, Raw, even though, you know, Sean is the heel, he still continues to put over the click. Well, here's the thing. Um, if you watch this match, all two minutes of it, um, Razor works a heel match. Yeah. And he like a 93 heel. Because he's the bad guy. He is the bad guy. Um, Shoves him. But, and and I'll, I'll say the same thing about Hogan. When uh, when he worked Babyface, he still worked a, a fucking heel match most of the time. There's certain guys that can get away with it, but there's one sp- particular part of this match that I that I thought, like, kind of... Uh, Doesn't he paintbrush it? He does. He paintbrushes yeah. the back of his head, and it kind of kills it for me. Um, you can be a little more vicious like and poor man's the totally Blanchard. That That's is literally a, what he's going that for. That is an apt description. <laughs> poor man's Tully Blanchard. Jack Doan out there again, by the way, pulling double duty. Yeah, they only used two refs this show. I think yeah, probably See, it's him, him and Fonzie, I think. That was pretty cool, though. He held onto the arm bar. Yeah, I saw that. Bag <laughs> you don't see that shit anymore. Get it together, modern day WWE. No, man, they got to do super kicks and RKOs. All right, fuck you, young cutter, guys. Cutter, 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 cutter. cutter. Everything. Yeah, there it is, paintbrushing him. <laughs> paintbrushing that bald spot. That's why he's, he's putting his, <laughs> covering his spot up. All modern day sting, you mean? So I want to I want to oh. say this, too. We've, we've <laughs> talked about... Oh, he's trying to get. He's trying I, to reverse I it. Lo- I, I, mm. Poke to the eye there. You know what I don't understand is why they're still using the old WWF logo, but on the TVs and monitors and all that shit, they have Costco. the new. They have Costco, the new WWF buddy. logo. Trying to save money, they don't want to buy all that shit. Oh, well, very. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like after after Mania, it's all. Still got a wet spot on his dick. Is he jizzing in the ring right now? Well, I would be too if I was in the ring with Scott But. Uh, is he was, oozing something besides he's the cheese? cheese man. <laughs> Just like me, baby. <laughs> I don't want to go to your room anymore. No one's, no one's at the fucking announce desk. Again, I hate that. We talk about how everyone kind of hits their greatest hits. Razor, Razor has his greatest hits. He has the fallaway slam. He has the abdominal stretch. He does the... Uh, the backdrop from the second rope, and then he hits the razor. The razor's do, edge. Do you know? Did you know that he calls the fallaway slam the sack of shit when he calls it in the ring? No, I did not no, know that. I, I watched a shoot interview, and he said that obviously he's like, I always call for the sack of shit. And like, what's that? He's like the fallaway slam. He's like, I just call it sack of shit. I did because I throw you like a sack of shit. I didn't know that, but I fucking love it. I know. <laughs> I was like, I always like this. Too. Like you were saying, he he works like a hill. This is a hill thing to do. I love that abdominal stretch too, though. He grabs the leg. No one does that shit anymore. He's gonna drag him to the corner. On my knee, which you're still on the wrong back, knee. Back body drop. Goddamn bully tantured. God <laughs> bullshit. Bully, oh, God. bully tantured. Bully tantured. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name now. <laughs> I'm more Frank Lancaster. Fucking bully tantured. 
<laughs> Sean also put over Tech Wars, which I made me laugh uh, a little bit because I've already uh, forgot about uh, it. Can you please put in an advertisement for Tech Wars? <laughs> and, yes, I will. That's for you. And, and Vince makes a comment about Marsha Clark, who, of course, was the prosecutor in the OJ case because Vince always tries to stay relevant. Yeah, and it's like, what it, the fuck random. does that have to Fucking do with random. anything But then it dates on. this Raw like crazy to mention that. Uh, Razor's Edge, probably one of the greatest finishers. I ain't gonna lie. I love it. Yeah. I love the Razor's Edge, and it's a shame it, no one does it now. It, look, Sheamus used to, and I think he did it very yeah. well too. I think, it, and the border toss is also pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, who, who else did one? Uh, it's the eight second ride. What uh, James Storm did one when he's fucking. Yeah, but off. he spins them. That was pretty cool too. But it always seemed like it'd be super unsafe. But you never heard of anyone getting hurt with it. No, but like I just watched the highlight. Like I was telling you, I watched Superstars. And they showed where Sean did it to Razor on the concrete. And he said, Stop me. masturbating to this commercial, <laughs> Travis. Sorry, I love WWF Raw. Had it on Game Boy and Game Gear. <laughs> but, like, uh, he does it on the concrete. He takes really good care of him when he drops <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Another fucking gimmick. Is Play this the Occupational Hazard of the Week, by God? Please tell me it is. Well, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> I love this match. Oh. Unironically, I fucking love this match. His armpit stench has ripped a hole in his shirt. There's there is two spots in this match specifically. <laughs> He's got the porn stash and the fucking mullet. Let's go. But there's two spots in this match specifically that I'm like, God damn! Like on paper, this looks like it would be like this is nothing. But in practice, it's like holy fuck. He's wearing porn brand by the way, and I, I'll yeah. point them out as they as they come. But um, French fries, there's pickles, pickles there. and bread. Yeah, so Henry Godwin's entrance music is equally as bad as Mantar's. It is very bad. I, he, I, I, no, that's not it yet. I actually prefer Henry Godwin as a babyface. I actually didn't mind him as a heel. Like, I thought, like, you, you could possibly take him more seriously as a heel. Once they made him a babyface and put him with the Godwin's. All right, right here, he's going to rock the fucking turnbuckle with looks that. looks great. That looks great. Random. And this right here, just the way that the guys folded over and he's going to fucking pancake him right here. Bam, yeah, that's, good. That's, that's good. Fucking that's great. Good. That, in fact, that should have been the end of the match. You could have legitimately made him probably a contender to the IC title. I really think. Well, as a heel. My he's, thing is, do you, I mean, I know it's supposed to be 95, so it's, more, it's supposed to be more kid-friendly. Do you think Henry Godwin's gimmick would have worked as like a deliverance type of character? Uh, it would too you, graphic for that time period. Anytime you have a a southerner who will rape you, that will get over. <laughs> yeah, because oh, you're going to cheer for the other guy not to get Waylon raped. Waylon Mercy? Dude, I fucking love, I love Dan Spivey, so yes. You think Bray Wyatt would have raped somebody to begin with? I think he did. That's why it got over. Heidenreich almost did. Or did um, he or did he fully... He's trying to rape Michael Cole. Okay, see, look. Deliverance. Wee! 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 That's what Mankind did, though. Remember he used to do the pig squills when he yeah. put the mandible claws? Like, wee! Wee! Sorry, I didn't have to I know. That. I just think that... I, I grew up on a farm. I think... I, I like Henry Godwin as a baby face coming out with, with Hillbilly Jim's theme. This guy looks like a low-rent Steiner brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he just got Steiner line, bitch. He's rich. It's, it's, he's rich Steiner. It's, be, it's better than getting Steiner eyes where they uh, stick a Sharpie up your ass. He's Scat Steiner because he's the shit. He's Scat Steiner. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> scat Steiner. I like that. It's a bully tantrum and Scat Steiner. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I will say between both brands, between you know WCW and WWF, Steiners are working New Japan. They are missed. Oh my gosh, so much. Dude, if the Steiners were in WWF in '95, they'd been tag champs. 
And there's no doubt about it. They didn't rule. This is the weirdest thing. He, he hog rolls him and he pins it. But this is this is so this is fun character right here, man. He's staring at the camera and giving him. That's I give a, that's it a, though. That's such a WCW I get, thing. I give him credit. He grabbed the arm so it wouldn't be under the ropes. So that was fucking cool too. Yeah. Because we you. just watched a documentary. Like, what was it? Card may change. Something to change. And they like showed some dude's foot on the rope. And they just still can't have a three. Bullshit. I can't believe that you're, you're See, on the side of that tradition. Was, that was a two-minute match. That match flew by. I, I That worked out perfect. Next week, Raw goes to the dome. It shouldn't have been the main event. That's the only knock I had. But then again, when you look at this card, what should have been? In two weeks, I would guys, put fucking Razor in the main event. Two weeks. Star. Two weeks, we get Diesel and Jared. Yeah, big episode coming up two weeks, guys. We get uh, Sean introduces his bodyguard. <laughs> and then we get uh, Bam Bam back in action, But it too. won't be the next episode we do. In the no, that, that's coming. That's coming. Don't worry. My heart's about to break because Sean's giving Vince Big Mannequin the damn Sean the literally says he's too hot of a commodity to do commentary. Look at his eye. The fucking crowd has changed behind them. No, it's the same little kid. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. That white, is, that white trashy lady who doesn't know how to put okay, his hands in clothes. Now his mom that looks 30 that's actually 14. I, I want to tell you that as a parent, that's one thing that drives me wild. Put your kids in clothes. Make sure they fucking fit. I can't, I can't believe Shawn Michaels is leaving commentary, guys. Oh, my God. He's the only commentator who's been on every Raw to this point. I just like the fact that Shawn was literally sticking Vince McMahon's nose in his shitty product. I love how he tells he's like, He's like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And that's the end, guys. Well, and uh, the other the other big thing is that you know they're they're teasing that we're going to get a championship match in, in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, we get, and we're going to get the debut of Sean's and new Bam Bam uh, will be Bam Bam will be back in action after suspension finally through. It gets me so excited that that's exactly what's going to be happening on uh, the next episode um, that we do cover of Monday Night Raw. The next episode's live from Macon, Georgia, apparently, because we just saw a little teaser there. So. That's the WCW show. country. Brandon brought up Brandon brought up this interesting fact that we should start doing at the end of every episode. As in fact, you know, after the episode, do we feel like this episode was ruined or if it was redeemed? So this is the first time we're going to start keeping counter on this. So boys, you got to start another spreadsheet. Apparently, you do. So <laughs> balls in your court. <laughs> balls in your court, Lassiter. You so, it. what do you guys think? This episode ruined or uh, redeemed? I, I can't give it a fucking redeemed. It, it's it's it was fucking awful. Uh, there were a couple of highlights, but as an overall when, enjoyable experience, no, nah, this this raw sucks. When your highlight is Henry Godwin's two minute squash in the main event, in the main way. event, I gotta say ruined. Don't you be a dick to me. <laughs> you already lost. Fucking you already lost. Majority rule. I know that goddamn look. I was going to say redeemed just to be a jackass, but yeah, it was fucking terrible, guys. When the best thing coming out of that Raw is Shawn Michaels saying he's not going to be on commentary anymore and the, the build up for next week, you know you've got a stinker. Like, fuck men on a mission. Fuck Lex Luger, the murdering piece of shit. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the million dollar corporation. Like, ugh, it was like... Fucking 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Like, it was fucking terrible. It was monkey fucking a football, as Arn Anderson would say again. Fucking got off ruined. Ruined, goddammit. So, guys, this episode is ruined. Consider, like, consensus across the board, ruined. Like, if I had a boner, it would go so far inside of me, it'd shoot out my ass. Just saying. That kind of turns me on. <laughs> I mean, once again, I'm hungry. <laughs> so, big thing I've noticed, guys, that we've talked about it. There's, there's been no Jarrett, 
There has been no Brett. No, no, under, no Undertaker. No Undertaker was no not even mentioned on that show. No Undertaker. Uh, Diesel was finally mentioned. We we're going to get him on the next episode of Raw that we do cover. And, and I'm, I know I'm a big detractor of Kevin Nash, but I have faith that Jeff Jarrett can carry him to a at Absolutely. least, at least got, watchable match. I have one thing. Even though it was ruined, should we do an MVP of the episode? I will. Yeah, as, right, like, let's do that. As something else. We at, least, at least give something good that happened that episode. Well, fuck, for me, it would be Henry Godwin. Okay. I, I he think he, they, they did a good job in like making him look uh, like a formidable foe, regardless of the fact that's not going to be the case. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, there were bigger stars, but I don't think nobody really shined. I would say Razor. I think Razor got his greatest hits in. Uh, to me, even with Luger being on the show, Razor still has the most star power that was on the show. We'll see, and I'm, well, this is going to be a problem because we're going to have three different answers. I'm going to say Diesel because that th- that interview made him the focal point of the episode. It put him over as not only as a human being, but as a WWF champion and what he has to do to bad when keep the, that title. When the champion isn't even in the main event. Yeah. But like it, it puts him over as he is working so hard to be a WWF champion. He's doing all these appearances. He's work, trying to get work, the WWF yeah, over. And all those appearances are not on this fucking show. Exactly. Exactly. But that I mean in the end, I guess if I had to break a tiebreaker between you two guys, I'd say Henry Goblin. God damn right. <laughs> I hate agreeing with Brandon because he's a Canadian piece of shit. Hey, listen. And his blood runs with maple syrup, but you know, whatever. Once again, guys, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> Sounds really good. I want some pancakes. So of course, you know, we kind of you kind of found out at the end of that episode that on February 13th, when Raw would normally happen, uh, there is no Raw. And this is a weird That's fucking... That's a heartbreaker before Valentine's Day. This is a weird fucking thing because as a kid, I used to... I can remember getting excited, which is sad, to get to watch Raw. And then it turned on, I'm like, why is there a dog show on? Dog or show? Wimbledon. U.S. fucking yeah. Open... Or yeah, but whatever the fuck it was. Like, I hated that shit. But fuck the, you, USA. The Westminster Dog Show. And, and I noticed, too, that it does bother Vince so much because Vince is always like, oh, the, the, the puppies are taking over or something. He'd say something fucking sarcastic The real about question it. is, is Tech War still on? That yes. Thing? Yes. Oh, I'm denying that. <laughs> Sean it should be. It, over. it should be. It should. He's talking about after the Westminster Dog Show. It goddamn should be. <laughs> All right, guys. So on the other side of things, you're actually going to get two weeks worth of WCW Saturday night, and we'll explain why. So on the other side of things, February 4th, 1995, this took place two days before this episode of Raw aired. We had the Nasty Boys taking on State Patrol. Ugh. Lord Steven Regal versus Al Phillips. Pretty Paul Roma. Versus Larry Santo. The best horseman ever. Something I didn't realize. No, and if anybody should have ALS, it should be fucking Paul Roma. Fuck you. I don't care if I get heat for that. He's a piece of shit. Paul Roma is a legitimate piece of shit. Hey, if anybody has a young stallion shirt from like 88, I want it. So, so Ric Flair was really jealous of his good looks, wasn't he? Yes. (laughs) 80 year old Ric Flair. Jobber guy, <laughs> Jobber guy, <laughs> so I, this we're go, we're kind of leading into what we're going to talk about. But I did not realize that Vader is currently the U.S. champion. Yeah, he's the number one contender. Yeah, except when it actually means something. Yeah. So uh, the United States champion, uh, Big Van Vader, defeated Brian Logan and Todd Morton in a handicap match. 
Well, uh, whenever there's a handicap match with two jobbers and a fucking star, you know who's going to win it. Hacksaw Jim Jim Duggan uh, defeated Bobby Hayes. Johnny B. Bad defeated Rick Matrix. And then your your main event, which actually doesn't sound awful, is Bunkhouse Buck, Dirty Dick Slater, and Blacktop Bully, of course, with Colonel Robert Parker in Maine with the Stud Stable. Uh, was They were defeated by Sting, the natural Dustin Rhodes, and Macho Man Randy Savage. So it, Six here, man tag. Here's the shit, though, part. You have a stable that loses to a mishmash of a fucking team. It's almost an all-star team, though. Because but fuck that all-star Sting, team. Sting's a multiple-time <laughs> WCW champion. Randy Savage is Randy fucking Savage. And Dustin dead. Rhodes is a multiple-time U.S. champion. What titles did He's Bunkhouse... He's a natural. He's a natural. Call him natural. What, what, well, what natural titles did Bunkhouse here? Buck, Dirty Dick Slater, and Blacktop Bully carry? They should have carried the six-man tag titles, apparently. No. <laughs> no. Go fuck yourself. Well, here, here's the thing. Oh, so you're saying the stud stable's full of jobbers. I get it now. Here's, 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 yes, absolutely. Here's the deal. Um, now, Sting may have gotten, you know, the, his team may have gotten the win, but in real life, Sting's fucking terrified of Dick Slater. <laughs> so, dude, that actually, true story. Dude, that actually would have been fucking funny just to see the interaction. But uh, it's kind of ironic, though, that that was the main event, which rightfully show, like, like imagine them putting that match first. Yeah, I know, right? And then, and then you get Raw, and the opening is a six-man tag match. So, of course, though, so a week later, so this would have been, you know, if Raw would have had an episode on February, on February 13th, 13th, this would have been the episode before that. So this right here would have been uh, Saturday night from February 11th. So you got Flying Brian versus George South, one of your favorites. I fucking love oh, George South. I love Flying Brian. I guarantee that match would have been at least good, like a <laughs> decent. <laughs> the Avalanche uh, defeated Scott Stud. Any relation to the Diamond Stud? No, but it has two knees. <laughs> I think they're brothers. <laughs> so Nasty Boys defeated John Faulkner and John Stockhauser. Those names keep popping up. I keep hearing those names. Uh, WCW television champion uh, Arn Anderson uh, defeated Mark Starr. Uh, that that could have been a decent match. Mark Starr pops up a lot too. Like yes, he's, he's pretty good and has the talent. I will say though that they are putting their titles on the, on during the shows because Vader once again has another handicap match with Mike Corey. It's another name that keeps popping up, and Rick Keller, Kevin Sullivan with the Butcher uh, defeated Davy Rich. I don't, I'm not sure who Davy Rich is. Uh, and then, well, some piece of shit. I, bet, I also bet he's not rich. Alabama <laughs> or some shit. Oh, Roll tag. Uh, in the main event, guys, the tag champions Harlem Heat defeated Stars and Stripes again. Yeah, because Marcus Alexander Bagwell is a stupid piece of shit. He's three time uh, rookie of the year. <laughs> because he doesn't know how to wrestle every fucking year. So, guys, the next episode that we're going to be covering is going to be Super Brawl. <laughs> Taking place, guys, February 19th of 1995. Peacock does have this episode on uh, their ne- on their network, so we'll be able to, to live watch, you know, not live stream, but watch along so with this one. So you know what that means, because oh, Vader and Hogan are in the main event. I get to break out the Vader voice for the entire episode. I'm so excited. I, I will do my best to uh, to bring a Hogan, and then we can... We Let can me s- tell you something, brother. 
Well, you fuck, you just do <laughs> I mean, I can just do the whole commentary. If you start throwing your voice and do both of them, some bitch. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you guys the card for the this world, show. brother. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys the card for this show. Uh, Paul Roma takes on Alex Wright. This is the match that gets Paul Roma fired. I cannot Thank wait to God. I cannot wait for Paul Roma to get fired because he is a piece of shit that deserves to be pushed in a river. He actually and never pulled, pulled out. Whoa. Yeah. You, you just said he was the best. <laughs> best Being man. facetious. You're a Canadian contradicting bitch. cunt is what you are. The contradicting cunt, Travis Lasseter. <laughs> I'm using that next episode. You I'm fucking here. better. Uh, we get Jim Duggan versus Bunkhouse Buck with Colonel Robert Parker oh, and mine. God, I hate Jim Duggan. That's going to be fucking terrible. Kevin Sullivan with the Butcher oh. as his manager versus Dave Sullivan. Evad. Evad. Oh, with his stupid shit. rabbit. Uh, we do get a tag title between Harlem Heat and the Nasty Boys. That should be pretty decent, I would think. Dustin Rhodes takes on Blacktop Bully. This is and before he, he doesn't get fired. fired this time. He doesn't get fired this time. Uh, Avalanche and Big Bubba Rogers takes on Randy Savage and Sting. And then, of course, what are you going to call those the surfer maniacs or some bullshit? I dig it. I dig it, brother. <laughs> the beach bruisers or some crap. I don't fucking know. And of course, the main event is Hulk Hogan versus Vital. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't rip his pants this time. God, I'm going to rip my pants. Guys, I'm, I'm really excited about bringing our fir- our first full fledged pay per view. Um, I. Uh, I'm trying to be optimistic. That card looks okay. However, I noticed something on this card that's missing. Well, if you go back to Clash of Champions, you already know the end of the main event. Hogan drops the leg, brother, because he fucking no-sold the powerbomb, got up and did 15 minutes of goddamn posing with a fucking chair. The thing I noticed is there is no Arn Anderson and there is no Johnny B. Bad. Good. Fuck Johnny B. Bad. Yeah, that's crazy there's no Johnny B. Bad because he... Everywhere. He was a staple. Funny, like fun fact. So, we... Uh, we were kind of just scrolling through. I watched this episode, and Travis was over at the house, so I just threw on some wrestling. Uh, we put on Super Brawl or uh, Slamboree Slam- 94, which was the Legends reunion, because we had talked about the Terry Funk, Tully Blanchard match they do there, yeah. which is fucking wild. It's batshit crazy. Uh, Tully Blanchard looks like he's so fucking pissed at Terry Funk. It's great. Uh, <laughs> but the opening match, Johnny B. Bad versus Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Yeah, he's like, I feel like Johnny B. Bad is a staple for the opening match. And I give Johnny B. Bad shit. Don't get me wrong. I don't like him fuck Marmara. But, but he's always like puts on an entertaining show. I guess with the Bad Blasters gets everybody involved. I will not say anything negative about him. Uh, failed gimmick, but a, a by all accounts good dude and a, a decent hand for WCW he, at the time that they needed somebody. Fuck Marvelous Marmara. He does a lot of like... Um, but not conventions, but like motivational speaking. speaking. Yes, and seems like he he means well. He's an old, a very uh, in real life guy. Mark Marrow is a decent dude. I'm sorry. He fucked Sable. I'm ruining my I'm ruining my gimmick right Back now. Back before she was a little old and saggy. We just need Mark t- Lester's gonna fuck you. Dude. We just need a T-shirt that says a blank space is a piece of shit. Because I said that like a hundred times every done. podcast. Done. Well, guys, done. You can put whatever you want on it. Brandon, tell, tell them about our awesome partners over at Project Louder. Uh, please, please, please check us out over at projectlouder.net. Uh, big shout out to our, you know, the, the Eric Bischoff to our NWO uh, being uh, the, the maniac of, of, of the Northeast. He's uh, the TJ Bowser. He's the Mongo McMichael to our four horsemen. Oh. <laughs> I, he said that on me, TJ. Or is he the J.J. Dillon to our fours? That would, that's a more That's apt. better. That's a more apt. I'm Scott's not Armongo. I'd rather Scott's Armongo, yes. yeah, yeah. Fuck you, I'm Scott. Benoit. 
Oh, oh, oh. fuck! Yeah, you you might, may want to warn Lindsay. About, I guess, about I, I guess that. since you're champion, I guess you're Flair and I'm Arn. So I'm not gonna, be, I'm not gonna argue with True. you. Have you got an update on our subscriber count as of late? Or uh, I haven't got an. Uh, the, the last I heard, we passed twelve thousand. Uh, I will. I'll get with TJ and we'll find out exactly. But uh, great numbers across the board. Yeah. Um, and as always, thank you guys for listening in and you know dealing with our bullshit. I know we probably, uh, as Brandon says, I probably say you're a piece of shit too much and stuff. Well, I, I mean, you you call me Canadian too much. That's that's the problem. At least once an episode, you call me a piece of shit all you want, but God damn it, I am not Canadian. The contradicting in Canadian cunts. That means no offense to our Canadian listeners. Yeah, where are we yeah, Brandon, I'm giving them a compliment saying you're Canadian. I listen, if you're a Canadian, that's fine for you. <laughs> What's it all about? But yeah, I fucking uh, love Letterkenny, guys. You guys have that. You enjoy that. It's either they're accusing me of Figured being Canadian, out. and they're over here jerking their fu- the fucking maple syrup out of their silly dinglings, and, and I'm the one who's like, you know what? No. Why do you got to keep mentioning food and any kind of food stuff? I'm fucking I also mentioned right dinglings, now. and I got you hungry. Yeah, uh, I'm fucking hey, hungry, man. Dong. Something in my mouth. Ding dong, bitch. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. Yeah, sincerely though, I mean, 100%, guys. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you guys for downloading, streaming, listening to the episode, however you do. I mean, of course, you know, we're on Spotify and we're on um, iTunes. iTunes and we're all, you can check us all out your on Project major Ladder. Podcasts, fucking providers, we're yeah. probably there. ProjectLadder.net. Go ahead and subscribe there too because that helps uh, that helps us out and that helps Project Ladder out as well. Um, you know, check us out on, on social media at Wrestling Ruin. We have uh, Twitter, which we don't really use a whole lot of. Uh, and then also our Facebook, where Brandon's always putting funny shit on Facebook for us. No. And putting t shirts up on our. Uh, was it a T Public site? Uh, it's a Teespring. Teespring. Sorry, Teespring. Uh, link in the description. You're going to buy some t shirts. Travis. I need to buy some. Sorry, guys. I get paid this Wednesday. God. Buying WWF magazines from 95 is a hard thing to do. Man, he's such a bitch. If you have that Shawn Michaels Pamela Anderson cover, I need it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Canadian. Yeah, guys, and then you know, of course, you know, like we were we we're speaking of, you know, Ranch from the Black Lodge is going to be coming back here very, very shortly, June first, and um, I'll I'll give you an exclusive. Um, this is the first time that this information has gone out. This is dropping the bomb, dropping that shit. Ranch from the Black Lodge, which has been a monthly podcast, will be going bi-weekly. Uh, going forward, starting in June, we'll do a, a retrospective on the first of the month, and we'll have a, a watch-along commentary uh, on the 15th. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, me and Fat Tony are looking forward to it, because it's just going to be an opportunity for us to drink and make fun of a movie. You're going to be a fucking busy guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to record the same day, so it, I got it, it won't be that, that hard. And, like, I mean, we always watch a movie after we talk about a movie and drink, so it isn't like it's a, it's a big, uh, complicated deal. Deal, but it's more content, and uh, we're really looking forward to uh, you know switching our. Fuck, you're gonna be in like everybody's ear holes like every week of the month now. You're gonna be the you're gonna, gonna come in the ear pussies. <laughs> you're gonna be the, you're the you're gonna be like the Conrad Thompson of this project louder man. Yeah, I just hope I don't get fat like Conrad. Much respect, my friend, but you you fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Though. I'm excited to hear that, guys. And uh, and more content, the better. I'm really excited for that. And of course, guys, like I was mentioning, NGW, we're fucking ready to roll and knock some fucking 
asses out. I'm just really excited to to get back to running a show, and well, we already uh, we've already eclipsed that 100 you know pre-sale tickets, and I think I think before this show is all said and done, before we even get started, that we won't even have tickets on sale at the show. Uh, they're they're just going to be bought all oh, yeah. pre pre like pre-sale tickets. So I'm really excited for that, guys. Davy fucking Richards versus Matt Cross. Uh, we have a, you know a gaggle of other matches that we're going to announce. Um, but check us out, you know, uh, at NextGenTN. Uh, we do uh, we do live podcasts on there, too. I think we're going to end up having Sugar Duncan, Sugar D, uh, Pineapple Pete from AEW on there. Great guy. Uh, we just did a, did a thing with uh, um, Tommy Phillips, Sean Schultz, about the Tracy's Tracy Smothers uh, Invitational Memorial uh Memorial Invitational Tournament. Sorry, it's the T Smith. That's what it's called. Um, and I'm really excited for that because I, I told them too that we we talk about Tracy a lot on this podcast, and we miss you, Tracy. And I'm really excited that they're going to raise some money for a good cause. Real, real, real quick. Um, there may be a uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling centric podcast coming to ProjectLouder.net, courtesy of uh, TJ Bowser. So uh, stay tuned for that. I, that. If that doesn't happen, then uh, just disregard what I just said. But it, there's preliminary talks, and I, I uh, may be making uh, occasional appearances on that. I'm excited, man. And then it uh, looks like uh, me and Eddie may have found out a way to set up a contender for Brandon's title. Um, I bought a, as myself, as a loser, I bought three complete boxes of WCW <laughs> trading cards from 1991 from a local card shop. So we may open a random pack, decide who, guess who, which wrestler is going to have the most cards in it. Then that decides who our uh, contender will be for Brandon's title. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, we've we've sort of narrowed it down to like uh, different ways that we can contend this thing. We'll put it into a, gen- a random generator. That way, I, you know, I don't have a champion's advantage. It well, be- the thing is, whoever's not the contender can ask the question. Yeah, so well, I mean, like yeah. we're, we're gonna, we'll, but we, yeah. but I'm saying, like, we'll have a trivia challenge. We'll be yeah. one of the options, or we'll play like a game of No Mercy, yeah. or we'll play a game of like that w- title's w- coming home to me. D- VHS yeah. WWF game from 1980. You're never fucking getting that belt back. I'm just saying, once we're, I we're get my defend, hands on it, we're gonna randomly defend the title playing Nightmare. And that's how <laughs> we're gonna decide it. The shitty VHS. You maggots! You maggots! <laughs> I will say, I like I just have had a blast doing this podcast with you guys, and I hope everybody out there enjoys it. And I mean, I talk shit to Brandon and Eddie all the time, but like it's it's been a bright spot in uh, in uh, everything going on with my life lately. So uh, I greatly appreciate you guys. Let me be a part of it all the time. Well, you're a piece of shit, but you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Damn right I am. <laughs> well, guys, this is kind of a. Uh, so long, at least for uh, for Monday Night Raw. Uh, next episode, Super Brawl 5, and we're excited to bring that boy to you. So, guys, I'm Eddie Shepard, along with... Uh, Travis Laster. And, and Brandon A. Lane, you are reigning and defending podcast yeah, champion. Yeah, I'm surprised you remember your names and you forgot at the beginning of the podcast. Well, the, only, the only thing <laughs> you need to know is I got the gold. That gold's coming home to me guys, right here. We look forward to talking to you guys. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Bye. Bye.